<laughs> I didn't have a good intro plan, so. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, people, welcome into episode number three of No One, the podcast, the podcast that nobody asked for, hosted by the person that nobody knows. Uh, This episode is going to be, I think it's kind of a continuation of episode two a little bit. Um, If you didn't listen to episode two, I essentially talked about being a nutritional therapy practitioner, why I'm changing my business, Um, and now I'm going to talk a little bit about what that means for me. So, Uh, Go back and listen to that one if you want the background information. Otherwise, you can just kind of start here and I'll I'll give a quick recap. For anyone that doesn't know, my name is Brittany Shepard. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner or NTP, but I hate just calling myself three little letters. So there's a lot more to me than that. But these couple of episodes, we focused on that and that's okay because that is an important part of my life. So in the last episode, I explained that When I became a nutritional therapy practitioner, I followed the more traditional model of what um, NTPs do, but then I realized along the way that that doesn't work for me and for my goals because I want to be able to reach more people and I want wellness to be less about privilege and more just about being a fundamental right for people. So with that whole transition, um, I did have an office, but I'm closing that office at the end of the month. And I'm going to uh, transition to mostly online. And for those of you that don't know me, it's kind of funny because I do love the internet. Um, I had a, I have, I've had a really big like love affair with social media. Um, I, when I was in college, I was obsessed with social media. Like I used to wake up in the middle of the night and check Twitter because I couldn't bear to miss a single tweet. Um, and I was fine as like unhealthy as that behavior is to literally wake yourself up from a dead sleep to check your phone. Um, but I was having a great time. Like my sophomore year of college, I was living life, man. I was having a great time. And obviously that was a long time ago. And so things have changed. My opinion of social media has changed. Um, I still mostly enjoy it. Uh, I think there are a lot of great people who just Like, there's so many people on Instagram who are not part of the problem. There's so many people on Instagram who are genuine and willing to share experiences and just are super authentic and come across as super authentic. And I love that. And I love seeing those type of people. But then uh, the problem is that on most people's, like, discover page, I think that's what it's called, or, like, whatever, the, the pages where you're like, oh, things you might be interested in because you happen to like a post that was, like, had a certain hashtag and now here's the 100 most popular posts with that hashtag, that's where things get a little dicey. And so like where I am, like what I mostly use Instagram for is following up with my like other NTP friends or other holistic wellness friends, but I also love following athletes, especially CrossFit athletes, and not even like the high level athletes, but just athletes in general who are willing to share their workouts and talk about it and all that stuff. And so it's like hashtag fitness, which bro, you follow, you like start following that hashtag and you're just going to see so much stuff that like drives you up a wall. So the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because when I knew that I was going to transition mostly online as an NTP, that meant that I was going to have to be putting more energy into social media. 
And that's fine, but the problem is that Instagram in particular has just become this perfectly little curated set of boxes and it is just, there's so many rules that people are supposed to follow, like as, as humans, not even as businesses, as humans, like what you're supposed to put on Instagram and like what you're supposed to share. And if you don't get a certain number of likes, you should take it down and like all this crap and whatever. And like I said, if that makes you happy, like I, I always, if I'm of the thing, I'm of the belief that if you are doing what makes you happy, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, that's great. So if you're the type of person who's like, I really like spending time and effort in getting the perfect shot and getting the perfect vibe and the perfect caption and all that stuff, that all this stuff makes you happy, then I don't care. Once again, this podcast is not for you. I'm talking about the people who are subjected to just insane pressures of what to do. And I've also heard a million times too that the problem is not with the people you're following. The problem is with you. And I get that to a certain extent. Like it matters how I feel about it. Like absolutely. Like if I didn't care, then obviously I could just scroll endlessly and not worry about it. But guess what? I'm a Pisces. I'm an empath. I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm also kind of an asshole sometimes. So like all of those things mean that I really care about what I see on Instagram. And so when I was moving back to spending more time on social media, I just didn't want to fall, I didn't want to become a victim of that. I didn't want to fall into that way of thinking and way of being um, because it's just not, it, it would drive me insane. It would if I had to spend so much time like thinking about what I was posting and, and being very, deliberate about it and it's not that I can't be deliberate but I have to be a I have to like loosen the reins a little bit for my own sanity so I created what I called (laughs) on a whim created what I called the anti-gram mentality which is maybe a little stupid but you know what I don't care um so if you go to my Instagram which is just shepherd wellness s-h-e-p-a-r-d wellness so one word um, I have one single highlighted story. It's called Antigram. And this was the day that I was like feeling it. I was like feeling super aggressive, probably had a cold brew or two. And I was like, screw Instagram. Like, I'm going to use you, but I'm going to use you exactly how I want. You can't tell me. You can't make me feel like I need to use you a specific way. So I came up with a set of rules, so to speak, um, of what what people can just expect from me essentially and I put it as a highlighted story so I don't have to explain to people um what I'm doing and if people are like why are you kind of like a psychopath it's it's in there it's in a highlighted story so I'm gonna go through those four little rules that I have right now and just kind of elaborate a little bit and if you feel like these I don't want to call them rules if you feel like these guidelines or whatever, if, if they're speaking to you and you want to use them, like feel free. But this is kind of just a fun episode to kind of talk about why Instagram's great, but not so great. So the anti-gram mentality as established by me circa March 2019 is a four-part thing, <laughs> four-part manifesto. Um, and the first guideline is to use the first picture you take always. And I'm going to be clear in that I'm not suggesting that people just like take a st- 
stupid picture by accident and post it. But if you're going to go post something, um, if you're going to take like a selfie, this is mostly like that kind of thing. Like if you're going to take a selfie, God, don't spend like a hundred hours just like slightly changing the angle or slightly changing this. Like I take pictures with a front facing camera all the time, which means before I actually take the picture, I certainly do a fair amount of like, okay, the lighting might be better over here. I'm going to switch it. I'm going to tilt it slightly this angle. I'm going to slightly do this. Let me fix my hair for a second. Um, I, I still do that and I'm never not going to do that because it's just natural and that's fine. But I want to fight back against the people that like literally take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures. And I've done that before. And all I know is that at the end, the picture that I end up picking I always nitpick it afterwards anyways. So I took 50 photos trying to get one selfie and then the one that I posted, I was like, oh man, but only if it was like this or if I could combine these two pictures, it would be perfect and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I'm done. I'm wasting so much time. It's not worth it. I don't care. People are going to forget about it after the 30 seconds. Like they're going to scroll through. People will see it for the next few hours and then they'll never see it again and nobody's going to remember. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. And the first time that I posted a picture, I was like, I just wanted to explain to people. I think it might have been a defense mechanism, to be honest, to like explain to people like why this one's not perfect. Like, I'm taking my first picture. There you go. I, I've said it. And so I'm not perfect. And I actually had a friend who, shout out to Lorraine, if you listen. What's up, boo? Um, I had a friend who was like, actually, I think that's a great idea. Like, and she's like, I'm so on board. Like, I want to do it. I think it's awesome. And so she inspired me to do the first photo movement hashtag, which is cool, except I haven't used it in a while because <laughs> I haven't been posting that many pictures on Instagram. But um, any picture that I do is certainly of the first photo movement mentality. So if you uh, want to fight back against those Instagram baddies, you too can be part of this movement. Um, just take and share the first picture and just be, be good with it, you know? Like, it's not worth it <laughs> to waste time taking 100 pictures and then literally still hate the one that you choose so that is thing number one it's actually funny I'm gonna uh, this is a little aside so the first time that I used that picture um or used that like mentality in a picture was probably like three or four weeks ago now and I just took a picture of me drinking tea um in my big ass mug it's like literally the size of my face and I bought two of them I bought them from like Bed Bath & Beyond one is like Massachusetts and so it's like this it's an outline of the state and there's like some highlights of like some cool towns and like some things that you can find there and the other one is Boston and then it's so it's just a zoomed in map and it's just cool things around there those are like my two favorite new mugs now and I took a picture where it's like literally like the size of my face so the mug is like covering half my face I'm not wearing makeup I'm wearing a weird sweatshirt with like a shirt underneath so you can like see the shirt underneath it and it like clashes and all of this stuff. And it's like, there's a lot going on in that picture. And it's actually funny because I've like gone back to thinking that it's like a pretty cool picture. And so I actually have made it my profile picture on a couple of websites now. Um, just because I was like, you know what? It's, this is who I am. So like I'm changing my own kind of thought process on stuff like that. So I think that's kind of cool. Cause I remember taking that picture and being like, yeah, it's kind of stupid, but you know what? I follow my own rules. I'm proud of it. I'm going to post it. And now I find myself going back to it and being like, hey, this is kind of cool. So that is point number one of the anti-gram mentality. Number two, do whatever the hell you want, not what you think you should. And so this is just like pretty self-explanatory, but it's like 
fighting back against that perfectly curated content. Um, if it if the photo doesn't fit your theme or your pattern, whatever pattern you've established, or your color palette, or I don't know any of those other rules that I'm not really super privy to, but rules like that, um, just do them. Like I used to think, like I need to post a quote. Uh, or text based only every fourth uh, fourth picture on Instagram because then it'll be like a nice cascading pattern. Um, if you go right now, if you go look at it, it's literally like text, text, picture, text, picture, text. Like there's so much text, it's not even funny. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Like I should try to post more pictures. And I was like, nope, it's where I'm at. It's what I'm feeling. I've been taking a picture and since like last week or something, and I don't care. Like, I still got shit to say, bro, and I'm going to do what I want. So that that one's less hard for me. Or less, it is less, no, oh my God. It is easier for me to abide by that guideline. There we go. Screw the double negatives. Let's just say what I'm thinking. So it's much easier for me to just follow that one because it's kind of what I do anyways. That's part of the rebel mentality that I have. So we're good there. But number three. Report on your failures as much as your successes. This is a cool one because I've seen more people following this, not because of me, certainly not because of me, but I've just kind of seen it pop up where people will share what they're working on, will share some dreams, share, I don't know, whatever makes them happy on one day. And have you ever noticed like sometimes people will fall off the cliff on that and you never really hear about it again? And like, I'll admit, so I've done this, like the most recent one that comes to mind is probably a few months ago, I was like, I'm going to roll a marathon. I'm going to do it. I'm going to practice really hard at roll a marathon. But then I started bodybuilding in the meantime. And I was like, Ooh, this is so much more fun than sitting on a rower for like X amount of hours. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I'm never not going to roll a marathon. Like it might come back up as a goal sooner or later. But I remember when I was like posting on Instagram, I was like, I'm going to work really hard and within the next six months, eight months, whatever it is, like I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do it. And I think the, maybe I've rode up to like a 15K like in one sitting um, and I'm fine with that right now. And so if you feel like I dropped off of the face of the earth with that, well, guess what I did because I changed my goals. And now I should probably go back on and, and say like, oh, I failed or not necessarily failed, but like I just, I'm not doing that right now. Um... I haven't, not because I'm hiding it, just because I, like I said, don't really take pictures anymore. So um, I haven't quite done that, but I think it's just as important to just be, once again, theme of the podcast, be real with yourself and admit when things are changed or when you kind of messed up or made a mistake or things like that. Um, I think it's really cool too because, so Jason Kalipa, who I love Jason Kalipa. If you don't know who that is, it's fine because you're not a CrossFitter, so I'm not going to tell you to go follow him now because he's a CrossFitter. And if you are a CrossFitter, you know who it is. So, yeah, I digress. Jason Kalipa has um, a couple of podcasts of his own, and I just love listening to him. Like, I think he's got, like, such an active mind, but he's also, like, pretty eloquent. Like, he knows what he's trying to say, and he says it, and he's good with it. And he wrote a book, and it's a really short book, so I read it, read it in, like, a day. But... The thing I liked about it was that it was super succinct and he wasn't just repeating himself over and over again, but he was like telling stories and, and 
saying all these cool things and it's just like a good read. Like it doesn't matter that it was short. Like it was short because I, I wish I had more, there, there was more to it, but he was to the point. He was like, this is what I had to say. He said it, boom, done. But that's not, I'm not, I don't know. Now I'm just describing my, my crush on Jason Kalipa. But <laughs> what, why I'm bringing this up is because he also, I think he talked about it in a podcast and he's definitely posted it on Instagram. So aside from doing CrossFit, he does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and he, now I'm going to probably get the story wrong, but I'm going to, I'm going to definitely get the gist of it. Um, he competed in a BJJ event uh, some time ago and I think he did really well and was super pleased with it because it was obviously not like his main sport and he posted it on Instagram like he was excited about it like I think though I think it was like a big deal because he hadn't been practicing that long or it was a tough competition or something and he came out on top or close to the top point was like very cool very good and he and he got the idea like I'm gonna keep competing I'm gonna keep doing it because I might be good at this like I'm kind of good at CrossFit maybe I'm good at BJJ too and he trained for another competition and he ended up sucking like just sucking and at first he wanted to hide it and he was like oops uh, I made a mistake like I didn't do so, I didn't do so hot I'm not really that good at BJJ I guess I just had a good competition that one time and he was gonna hide it at first and then he was like what does it matter? Like, I didn't do good. Okay, we move on. And he decided to share that. And for someone as a high-level athlete as that to share a, fa a failure was really cool. And it was, like, really nice to see. And I think that he also has, like, a genuine voice. And, and I know he's got a lot of younger people who follow him, younger athletes. And so I hope they're kind of taking a page from him and, like, realizing that it's okay to not be perfect all the time. And it's okay to make mistakes and kind of mess things up. So... I love seeing that. I'm going to do more of that. I'm going to do more reporting on when I'm sick. So um, that's thing number three. And then finally, point number four of the anti-gram mentality is keep Instagram as part of your routine, but not as the first step of your routine. And this one has the most uh, impact or has like the most meaning to me at this point because uh, like I said, like when I was in college and I was waking up in the middle of the night to check Twitter, um, that's kind of how I was feeling about Instagram lately. And it's not to the same extent where I was literally waking up in the middle of the night, but I would wake up, still be laying in bed and open Instagram and scroll through it. And I didn't realize how much that was affecting like the setup for my day until I stopped doing it. And that was putting myself at so much of the mercy of other people. Like, I didn't know what I was going to see when I opened it. Like, maybe it'd be full of, like, really positive things and really great things that I enjoyed. And that would have made for a good day. But a lot of the times, it's full of people that I'm jealous of. Again, I'm putting the ownership on me. I know it's on me. But, like, people that I'm jealous of or people that annoy me that I just have to follow. Which, by the way, if you guys don't know this because I didn't know this, there is an Instagram mute button. So you don't have to unfollow people. Like, you know those group of people that you just have to follow. And you it's not that you don't support them, but you just can't stand looking at what they post. You can mute them. So good. So go go find the person you don't want to don't want to look at. I think it's like the three little dots in their profile and there's a mute mute button. Please use it. It's so nice. I feel good about it. I don't care. I don't feel guilty. No, I don't I, and 
I know, once again, I know that it's on me. I know it's my own feelings and it's not this person or that person, but I don't care. Right now I want to mute them. So they're muted. So I would be at the mercy of these other people like laying in bed, looking at Instagram and realizing that it was making me feel some way. And so I made the conscious effort like, okay, you know what I'm going to do instead? I'm going to wake up. I'm going to immediately go make myself a tea and I'm going to listen to some music. And I'm not quite at the, the, the level of some people who like can wake up and like write in their gratitude journals, like something I'm not grateful, but like, I'm just not, I'm not there yet. But even simply changing it to be like, the very first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go make myself a nice tea, nice iced, whatever. I'm going to make myself a tea. I'm going to listen to a little music, make myself some breakfast, kind of chill out and not open Instagram until I'm good and ready to open Instagram. It's helped a lot. I feel like much more, I can be really psychotic sometimes, as if you can't tell from this podcast, like a little bit of the psychosis, but like sometimes I'm so like wired and crazy and like, ugh, like I can't handle things. And if I don't start my day with Instagram, that I'm already turning that like lever down. Like I already feel better about where I'm starting because I had something I really like, a nice tea. It's usually David's tea or it's herbal element. Those are my tea jams. Um, if you guys want tea recommendations, hit me up because I'm a tea queen. Not really. Except for most of my offices, I had these three, I have like this um, three tiered like this, I don't know what to call it, like three tiered shelf that I put together of all of my teas. So people would walk into my office like before I had decorations and be like, whoa, bitch likes her tea. Yeah, I do. I, 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 I love it. Okay. So there's nothing to do with anything. I'm just telling you guys, I'm just telling me. I love coffee too. Tea and coffee, breakfast beverages, hot or iced, caffeinated, not caffeinated. I like not, I'm not really picky, but like I do have favorites. <laughs> Anyways, see, even thinking about this stuff, like even thinking about what tea I want to drink is a nice way to start my morning as opposed to or how am I going to go into a rage? Like, what's going to set me off this morning? Like, nope. It's just like, hmm, which tea would I like? Oh, I haven't had this one in a while. Like, let me open it up. Let me smell it. it smells really good. And then listen to a little bit of music. That, that's especially the Monday morning thing. Like, that's why I have my tarot playlist. If you guys don't know what that is, go to my Instagram again. Go to the link in my bio. It's the very top one. It says tarot, a collaborative playlist. It's on Spotify. Please go add some music to that because that's how I start my Monday morning and I take it as literally like a tarot reading. Like I don't know how to read tarot cards, but music makes me feel a lot of shit, man. Like I always think that, and it's not even that I'm always happy when I'm listening to music, but it's super cathartic for me. It's like I listen to something and I feel something and I don't always, can't always put it into words, but like I just feel it. And so I put together a playlist of like those songs that just like make me feel something. And so if you have one to add, please add it. I don't know when I'm going to get to it because it's, I literally put it on shuffle and it's the first song that comes up is what I talk about on my Monday morning Instagrams. Um, so I don't know. It might not come up till next year. Like once a week is only 52 songs a year. And I think I added 52 on, on my own accord. So, but please, please add it because if the universe wants me to listen to it, it's going to pop up. So, um, 
that's my Monday morning routine. Instagram is not a part of it. Um, by the time I'm posting that Monday morning thing, I've already been up for a few hours and like haven't even looked at Instagram. And then it, and then I go on, post it, and don't even scroll. Like I won't even look at other things yet because I'm still not ready. I don't think I'm ready anymore for Instagram until the afternoon, which is fine. I no longer care. Like I no longer feel obligated as someone who runs an online-based business to be on Instagram or be on Facebook or be on whatever 24-7. Nope. Like I will be on it. I will be intentional about it when I get there. And that's it. And I spend way less time mindless scrolling and I think I'm much happier for it or much, not even necessarily happier, but I just feel like I'm more in control now and I'm not at the mercy of other people and not at the mercy of Instagram, the Instagram gods who I don't always think are pleasant people. Um, not like my universe. My universe always has my back. It's always telling me exactly what I need. But the Instagram universe is not like that. I don't think they get along very well. At least I, I don't see it. So so that's going to wrap up this episode. It's already longer than I thought. I thought it would be pretty quick. But um, sometimes I just just got to get going. Just, just got to talk. And you know what? At the very least, these podcasts make me feel better after I'm done, after I get all out there. If anyone listens to them, that's cool. If you are listening, feel free to let me know. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, honestly, because I'm going to keep making these, which is cool. But um, if you do, if you like something, if something made you laugh or if something made you think, like, let me know about that because I just think that's cool. Um, that's all I got, though, so I'm going to shut up now. I hope you guys have a fantastic day, and I will catch you in the next video. I stole that from Markiplier. Oh my god, I don't want to get sued. Okay, I'm um, changing my outro to be, um, that's all I've got, because that's all my brain can process at this moment. That sounds stupid, but anyways, have a good day, have a good week. I'll see you guys later. I won't see you, because it's a podcast, but whatever. <laughs>